Welcome to Massive Mixtape, the greatest music review show in the world. Now your hosts, Mark and Carol. Well, hello everyone. Welcome back to the Mixtape. It's me, Mark, alongside, as always, my girlfriend, Carol. How you doing, Carol? Hey, what's up? Today is October 30th, 1994. It's the Devil's Night. <laughs> Lots of fires in Detroit. Remember, those the devotees of the show will remember that we did the crow, and this is this is crow night. Yeah. Now it's angels night and crow night. So if you get murdered tonight, <laughs> don't get murdered. Be heartened by the fact that you might come back as the crow. Yes, let's let's all think about that for a minute. But we're not here to talk about murder or crows. We're here to talk about two new songs, one from the Hot 100, one from the Billboard 100, one from the Alternative 100. I said that four times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you okay over there? Yeah. A couple fine. too many birthday drinks yesterday. By the way, happy birthday. Oh, thank you. Thank you. It was my birthday yesterday. Getting to be an old man. I am. But the first song that we're going to do is from the Smashing Pumpkins. Very, it's the, the, the holiday spirit. <laughs> Smashing pumpkins. Smash some pumpkins. They did a, maybe one of those pumpkins will come back as the crow. That would be weird. They did a, a cover of the Fleetwood Mac song, Landslide. So take a listen to Landslide. <laughs> Smashing Pumpkins. Oh, why? <laughs> I had to do one. I didn't do one last week at all. I spoke normally the you? entire week. That's all I have to say. What is wrong with you? Carol, what do you think of the Smashing Pumpkins rendition of Landslide? I love it. I think I actually like it better than the Fleetwood Mac version. What I do, do not. No? No. I think it's fine. It's a fine version of the song. But I think Stevie Nicks Fleetwood Mac version is the the superior version, in my opinion. Hmm. I mean, they're both great, but I don't know. I, my 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 heart is with the Smashing Pumpkins. Again, like we talked about last week with Nirvana, this is an acoustic version yeah. of this song, and I think it aids a little bit. It's another, and it, they're very similar in in different ways. So. We talked about About a Girl last week by Nirvana and how that was one of the, the better written songs Nirvana's ever done. And I think this, Stevie Nicks is no, was known for being a, just a fantastic writer, va- fantastic lyricist. And this is no exception. This is a very, very 
well-written song. I mean, you talk about imagery, you oh, talk yeah. about emotion. It's just, it's a very well put together song lyrically. Yeah. And I, and I mean, like it, it just, it pulls on, on my heart, like the, um, you know, getting older and, mm-hmm. you know, just time passing and thinking about life. I mean, it's, yeah, it's clearly about a woman that's in a, a relationship that she wants to get out of, which is something Stevie Nicks wrote, wrote about a lot in her music. Was she in an unhappy relationship? Most of the time, yes. Her <laughs> and Lindsay Buckingham, who were who was also in Fleetwood Mac, had a very contentious on-again, off-again relationship. Okay. And so, yeah, she, this is, it's obviously that's what the, the song's about. Billy Corgan... From the Smashing Pumpkins, he, he br- I think they I think they do bring something to it. I'm not completely dismissing it. No. I do think that the Fleetwood Mac version is better, but I think it's funny too that that Stevie Nicks writes a song basically saying "I'm over you," "I'm I'm leaving," and makes Lindsey Buckingham play it. <laughs> right. Play the <this> shit. <laughs> That's a power move right there, but. So, you know, I think that is the Spirit version, but I do think that it's not just a cover. It's not just uh, let's do the song again in my voice. It's, they do bring something unique to it. Yeah. There's, there's a different slant. It's more hopeful than Stevie Nicks's, I think. Okay. Stevie Nicks is more of, I mean, it's, it's definitely, it's a very declarative song when Stevie Nicks sings it. It's a very, it's very much, uh, I'm sick of your shit and I'm, I'm moving on type of thing with when, when the Smashing Pumpkins and Billy Gorgon specifically sings it and with it all stripped down and, and everything again, really letting the lyrics shine through. I think his is more, is more hopeful. It's more about the future than it is the past. I think. Her, I think Stevie Nicks' version's about the past and his version's about the future. Okay. That's how I see it. Interesting. He's looking at what's coming next. Okay. And she's looking at what she's getting away from. That's that's kind of how I see things. It, it just in the in the way they sing it, what they bring to the song, and that that's I think the big difference. Hmm. But what did you what did you think of it overall? Overall, I really I really enjoyed it. Well, that's great. <laughs> Well, I mean, I've already talked about, like, I like these lyrics, and you've been talking about what it means, and, mm. you know, I mean, I don't feel like there's a ton left to, to say. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I dominated the conversation. <laughs> no, it's fine. Um, but, yeah, I mean, like, it, it it's an emotional song, mm-hmm. and I enjoy it. Does it speak to you specifically? Like, can you think of a time when one of the losers that you dated before me, you might have said... You know, uh, I'm getting older. I'm, I'm moving on, kind of thing. Um, not that that's not what this song makes me think of. Okay, well, what's I it mean, I you guess that's of? the purpose of the song, but that's not what it makes me think of. It it does make me think about you know time passing, and but to me, it's thinking about like the distance in my life from things that have already happened. Interesting. Okay, I like that. So. Like I'm, I think about things in my childhood and and how far away I've come from them. Wow. Okay. That's a very interesting slant to take on it. Thank yeah, you. I think it. What? 
I said, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> but uh, we will move on to the Hot 100 hit, I think, right? Yes. This is Hot 100. Yes. Yeah. This is Sarah McLaughlin. Oh, my God. Sarah McLaughlin. The Sarah McLaughlin group. It's not a group. <laughs> no, there's... Sarah McLaughlin. There, there was a thing on, I think it was on CNN. Uh, it was a political roundtable show in the 1980s, I think the 70s and the 80s, called the McLaughlin Group. Okay. Like, the Saturday Night Live used to do a bit about it. Anyway, so the, the, they sh- they're missing a beat if they don't do the Sarah McLaughlin Group. Okay. But anyway, so this is, what's it called again? Good Enough. Good Enough. So let's see if this song's good enough for you. <laughs> Sarah McLaughlin, I will say this is the, I mean, not that this right now, but listening to the song for this is the first time I've actually heard this song. Okay. And I don't dislike Sarah McLaughlin, but I just, the song, I mean, the song's relatively new, Mm -hmm. but I just haven't, a lot of times when we do this, obviously there's songs that I've heard before, especially if they're big, big hits. Then there's song that I've that I've heard before before we we actually cover them, but I, I went out of my way to listen to this so that we could talk about it. Right. And I really like it. I, I have to say, it, I think it's it's a very good song. It also makes me think that uh, Sarah McLaughlin is giving a warning t- to everybody. I'm gonna steal your girl. What? That's what that you don't you didn't get that? No. So like when she's saying. She's saying to the girl, you know, he says that it's good enough or whatever. Hey, I'll give you more than good enough. What? She's saying, I'll give you more than good enough. Like her boy, the boyfriend, you know, boyfriend's saying it's good enough. I'll give you more than good enough. Come Where over, are you getting that? Come over here to this lady. I, I didn't get that at all. Oh, well, tell me what the song's about then. <laughs> um, I mean, it's talking about, you know, how, how you treat people but it's not i didn't get the impression she's trying to steal somebody or or it's anything about that um the i mean i guess maybe that line like hey little girl would you like some candy but (laughs) in the video like there's actually a little girl so it didn't really occur to me well let me ask you a question when she's talking about the good enough and the 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 guy and everything Mm -hmm. do you think she's talking about a uh a relationship, like a boyfriend, husband, or do you think she's talking about a dad and daughter relationship? I think in, I mean, in the song, I I guess I thought it was a boyfriend. Yeah. But in, then you put it to the music video and then everything gets confusing. It does get a little confusing, but I'm not going to put a lot of stock in the music video because a lot of times the writer of the song, Sarah McLaughlin in this case, 
she might have some input in the music video, but it's not it's not always going to be 100% her vision. Okay. When she was writing the song, I don't think she was thinking of a little girl. But I mean, it, you know, the don't tell me I've never been there for you, don't tell, you know, um I mean, I think that it's an unhappy relationship that she's singing about. Okay. For sure. Yeah, I agree. It's definitely a relationship that's not working. Yeah. But is it a dad and daughter? Is it a, a boyfriend and girlfriend, husband and wife? And who is she in the song then? Is she, is she if it's dad and daughter, is she the mom? If it's a boyfriend, girlfriend, is she the friend? Is she the have your first lesbian experience with me what? girl or, or what? <laughs> Don't um. take this from me. <laughs> I don't think she was singing about having your first lesbian experience. Honey. No, I know. Um, well, she's saying, don't tell me I've never been there for you. Okay. So, I mean, I think that she's the, the she's like the other partner. She's the other, the other half of yeah. this. So she's singing to herself when she says about good, being good enough and stuff. She's kind I'm of talking, simply not good enough. She's talking to herself saying that, hey, it's not good enough. But doesn't she say, I'll show you good enough or something like that? I or, don't think so. I thought she said something like, I'll, I don't know. I'll show you that good enough's not good enough or something like that. I, I, I don't, I don't know. We should really have like the um, lyrics. Liner notes. Yeah. Gotta to get, the songs. Gotta get some liner notes <laughs> to these songs. But anyway, so yeah, I mean, I, I. It, this one is confusing, but I, I like it a lot. It's very, it's very melodic. Obviously, yeah. it's almost a hypnotic song, mm-hmm. and I I enjoy the music of it. I like the it's a very flowing and makes you kind of feel relaxed. But it's while well, at the same time, it's still a bit of a downer song. I guess at least it's it's got some serious connotations to it anyway. Yeah. Okay, so I think I found the the liner notes. Oh, okay, you wrote them down. I fa- I found them. Yeah. Okay. Um, I had written them down, and it's it's you're so much more than good enough. Yeah. So she's. I'll show so- you why you're so much more than good enough. Right. She's talking to somebody else. Right. Yeah. So I don't I don't know what the relationship is in the song. Yeah. But she's not saying I'll show you good enough. She's saying. I'll show you why you're so much more than that. Yeah, I'll show you <laughs> why you're so much more than good enough. Doesn't <laughs> okay. that sound like I'm going to steal your girl? No. All right. Not at all. Okay. So is it a friend giving advice to another friend? I think it's just someone who cares about someone who's being hurt. Okay. Which actually makes sense in the video now, too. Okay. She's saying, you know, don't tell me I've never been there for you and stuff, but she is there for them, and, and then there's somebody telling them they're not good enough, and she's saying, I'll show you, you are more than good enough. No, oh, okay. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. So it's it's nebulous, the relationship. Yeah. But I like the way you put it. It's about somebody that cares about somebody else who's being hurt. Which one of these do you think is better? It's, it's a toss-up, because, I mean, I like them both a lot. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to go with good enough because Landslide is, um, you know, a um, 
you know, remake. Remake, yeah. I or a cover. Yeah. I am surprised. Yeah. Yeah, I thought you were gonna go with landslide. I thought it was gonna be a rare occasion where we disagree. Oh. But <laughs> I am gonna say good enough because for I'm almost for the same reasons. I I, I like the Stevie Nicks version better. Though I do think the Smashing Pumpkins version is very good. I don't think it's a bad song in any by any stretch of the imagination. No, not at all. But I I really I was really taken with this song. And I might listen to some more Sarah McLaughlin. Well you can certainly um borrow my album. Yeah, I I might take you up on that because I, I really did like this song and I liked the there was a sweetness to it, even though it was about something that, that can be could be considered sad. There was, there was a sweetness to it and like a hopefulness to it. I think that that a lot of these songs lack, and I, I liked that, that mentality yeah, to it. I agree. But anyway, Carol, take us home. So I really want you people to let us know which one you like best. So, you know, leave me a note in my locker or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, be sure to listen to all the mixtapes. And all our 90210s and our main main tapes. All right. Well, you have a good day, everybody. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Bye.